Yeah, this week has been filled with, not just this week, like this year, basically, has been filled with a lot of controversies in the tech space. Now, from the end of last week to the beginning of this week, we saw something I've never seen in my short life. Or I've never really understood it. Maybe if it happened, maybe I didn't understand it when it happened. But a bank run happened. That was a very, very weird thing. So Silicon Valley Bank shut down. While something serious was also going on, a different debate was also going on on the other side of tech internet. They are claiming Samsung is faking it with their 100 times zoom with pictures of the moon. So with Samsung, you can actually zoom into the moon and get a very, very, very nice picture with their 100 times camera. Someone accused Samsung of replacing the image with an existing image of the moon. But you should really check MKBHD and Mr. Who's the Boss videos explaining how that actually happened. But yeah, that's just the word of tech for you. And it's leading me to ask questions. So what is a photo? What does it mean to take a good photo? And if you take a photo and I'm looking ugly and all my pimples are coming out, is that really a good photo? Is it not your pimples? <laughs> it's not my pimples. That's you. Yeah, welcome to the Tech Friday Africa podcast, people. My name is Emmanuel and... Oh, yeah, I'm Bolu. I'm Uluani Femi. Good. So, what is a photo? If all your blemishes are showing, would you want to share it on Instagram and all of nope. that? So, that's, that's the thing now. Yeah? So you they give us now. what we want. Yeah, they give you what you want. Everybody's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> we are all fake. Oh, oh fake everybody loves... Keep. Everybody love lies. We if love everybody loves lies, must you be a liar? To me, I'll show you my people's path. I mean... Yes. I can see it now. Stock price has to go up. Because she's now she's now using it to sell market. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? It's fine, it's fine. But yeah, today we're talking about serious stuff, right? And a little bit of sad stuff. And I would try and implore you guys not to look sad by talking about this. But Silicon Valley okay. Bank collapsed. Then good news, good news actually. The Nigerian federal government launched a six hundred and seventy-three million dollar fund. And Meta laid off again. Very, very weird. I'm beefing Zuckerberg now. I used to be a fan, but I'm beefing him now. <laughs> and uh, something else happened. Yes. We've been talking about why Combinator laid off. Yep. And they've ended their growth stage investment in startups. Then we've been talking about chargeability and uh, illusion. And <laughs> anything real. Well, the illusion is about to get worse because if you thought chargeability was crazy, what just came out now? It's even crazier. Crazy, yeah. So let's start with Silicon Valley Bank. Very, very dumbed down version. So we don't waste time because <laughs> we were accused of uh, dwelling too much on preamble the last time. But yeah, we're just trying to make sure that if this is the first time you're hearing about Silicon Valley Bank's collapse, what is it and why is it relevant to us as Africans? Silicon Valley Bank is a bank for startups okay. in the U.S., in California. Mm -hmm. You know Silicon Valley is in California. Yeah. Right. And... It failed. That's okay. the word I would say. It failed. How? Um, so when people put their money, they see startups deposited their money. They maybe the money they raised or money from uh, revenues, yeah. reven mm -hmm. their revenues or their processing transaction processing mm -hmm. that they deposited in the bank. The bank carried it and went to go and invest mm -hmm. in something that was supposed to bring them gain mm -hmm. because how else you want them to make money but they made a mistake and invested in something they're not supposed to invest in for a long time and it didn't work out and it didn't work out and they felt that oh now that we are, we are about to cast to let's sell 
what we invested yeah and now they are going to make a loss the people that they put their money in the bank are like oh these people are in trouble let me go and carry my money the same <laughs> way when even your, your normal digital banks yeah. you start seeing trouble like this i'll be removing your money so people started withdrawing their money and next thing the bank was now unable to give people back their, their money. money they were not like oh, oh let's raise let's raise and the process of trying to raise again more alarm was raised and more people, more people were trying to withdraw their money okay. and this so was going to affect? run the bank down so how did it affect african startups so african startups that got invested in by foreign investors like u.s investors mm. who told who told them to either incorporate in the u.s they have to use that bank because um i saw somewhere that half of more than half of vc backed startups actually use svb so many african startups that were invested in by um us vcs mm. have their money either the money that was invested in them or their revenue mm. in svb so um some african um startups like cheaper cash and one pipe that we know of yeah. have their money in svb but one said um cheaper cash ceo um said at the beginning of the of everything that happened that the money that they have in um svb is is not enough to have like a significant effect on the bank on the startup and they have different um places that they have their money so this is not enough although claims came out later that they have more than they had more than that in the bank then um one pipe ceo to tech points that they've been able to assess their money and what saved what actually saved them like um startups that have their money in in svbs because the fdic federal <laughs> the u.s government the, that is like u.s government stepped in and they took over the bank as okay. it's where they now promised that because of plea everybody we have access to their money eventually eventually okay. yeah okay so let's not even draw too much on those details again you can find the articles on tech point website but two things i'm saying okay we missed one signature bank a crypto bank also collapsed i made the whole thing but it flew under the radar mm. because it's not like so get, yeah. but if you have a stable coin called usdc not to c for cats mm-hmm. usdc not t for t so the company that issues usdc circle had the money that the us dollar equivalent of that stable coin mm-hmm. in signature bank. bank so signature bank also oof. yeah so what um, they saved the them I had to see if <laughs> it's possible that they, I think they were saved. They were they, also they in that were. circular. They were. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. get their money back. Good. So, yeah, but I think the main issue now is there's a conversation about African startups' dependence on foreign investment. So, right, if you want to get into YC, you got to incorporate in Delaware. Mm-hmm. And if you're incorporating in Delaware, most investors, for safety reasons, I guess, tell you you must money must be domiciled in the us mm-hmm. where it could be within easy reach so the question is is there a way to remove this dependence i mean i mean the central bank of nigeria uh, talked about launching an international finance center to help local companies bank in foreign currencies in nigeria or yeah making it easier for companies to bank in local currencies is that really the issue at hand no, uh, if, no, if they are so. even promising that, I don't know how 
sincere they are because as it were you can't even pay for any foreign can't, can't pay for udemicos you can't pay for anything <laughs> with your naira card yeah and i i don't think that's the real issue i think the real issue is where is majority of the investments coming from from yes because from foreign investors yeah because it's who is giving is i'll take i'll do whatever the person tells me to do mm-hmm. if somebody is giving me one million dollars and i say oh don't worry uh cbn has done something for me let's say is it cbn that gave you <laughs> that gave you the money right so i think that is the real issue and for me i don't think there's really anything we can do about that our tech space is still like I, like I always say, any new founder now is a pioneering member of the um, African tech ecosystem because it's still very small. So until we get to that level where we now have people, uh, um, Africans that can participate in more mega rounds, you know, when you start seeing um, Africans leading $200 million rounds, then maybe by that time, we will not have to depend so much on foreign yeah but that would take a very long time if you ask me to take a really really long time yep very 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 long time and i hope a lot of the issues in our regulatory environments get resolved in that time because policies from assaults mm. where you say one thing today and tomorrow you're coming up with something different removes a lot of confidence of investors mm-hmm. foreign investments we're talking about startups foreign investments in say the oil sector has reduced mm. in this period like a number of other traditional sectors that you know that oh people like to make money from the sector most of them are reduced wow so that's that's like a very very big issue for investors even if it's a nigerian investor for instance yes we even want to keep his money in nigeria knowing the policies from assaults that could happen that's that's something there's mauritiana for crying or mauritius rather for crying out loud (laughs) so why keep (laughs) it in nigeria Yeah, a tax if even their tax breaks and all of that. Yeah, things like the Startup Act could make things easier, easier. But when you weigh the Startup Act and the broader macroeconomic conditions, you see that this broader macroeconomic conditions might be the ones to supersede a lot of the time. Mm. So from there, we move to the layoffs, right? Meta has laid off, her company has laid off, reportedly not related to SVP closure, but they shall lead off. I think the biggest one is Meta's layoff. Mm. In November, Meta laid off 11,000 uh, employees and now. Um, it doubled it. <laughs> starting Wednesday, right? Um, that, that, that was yesterday. It's revealing of 11,000 um, employees again. And the interesting thing I found that was that um, Meta is now back to the number of employees he had in 2021. So he took it just less than two years to get to hire like over 21,000 employ- employees and now he's letting them go releasing them back into the world <laughs> as it were and this con- cons- consists mainly of HR and recruiters collateral damage yep, and yep. and mid management mm. so the plan is to <laughs> ironically make people to enjoy working right because okay say 
you have a lot of people to say you are down here and this is upper management. You have to report to this. This one has to report to this, but now they are, they are removing mid-management. So you have to report directly to the upper management. Mm. The upper management might have to get their hands dirty in technical stuff. So once it's removing the hierarchy, mm. right, for people to get work done mm. quickly. And it says Facebook is going lean. And I the, the year of I think efficiency. it solves two pro- two problems for them because I heard recently that you know big tech companies. Um, someone was talking about it and said like the amount of bureaucracy in trying to get things out. You know when companies are that big, like things things run yeah. very slowly, like really really slowly. So maybe what this does for them is okay, they save money and now things go out faster. Right, because they've spent uh, a lot of money on their own <laughs> meta, this, this. I think about sure 13, I mean, after spending over 13 billion dollars. But I think Facebook desperately needs something new. <laughs> something can gain. Yes, something new. And now this this solves the problem of them spending, um, you know, they, just, they have to spend so much money and maybe we'll eventually see something come out so now that the bureaucracy has been okay so he i should also mention that um this is not just about facebook there's facebook there's instagram there's oh yes WhatsApp, there's meta Oculus. in general <laughs> there is that i i found out that in meta's lifetime it has acquired 91 companies. startups yeah big tech that like that they acquire a lot of startups some of Ab- them are dead some of them it absorbed well, so this 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 layer of costs across the, the entire oh, okay. company. Hmm. That that makes sense, right? But what you just mentioned now about acquiring, I was talking with uh, Dev yesterday. Was like Facebook's hiring ethos has been always look for the guy that's going to be the next Facebook and hire him. Hmm. So you don't just relax and say, "Oh, we have reached the top. We have, have a monopoly." Kind of. If you see any smart guy, hire him. And yeah, it sound, kind of sounds like, yeah, forgive me for using this biblical example, but at the time, David sees any strong man, attach <laughs> it to him, <laughs> David. So if you are a startup, you are building something that looks really crazy, big tech starts eyeing you very, very early on. And I saw something about a founder in Canada yesterday that that is all his entire business model, acquiring startups, very early stage. Acquiring two million, five million, and increasing their valuations. Mm. Very, very early stage, and he focuses on B two B vertical startups. Mad money. And he's just building a very, very wide network of acquisitions. But for big tech, he can even acquire you and kill you and took you into the system. Or so just kill you entirely. Yeah. So, but for a long time, Facebook or Meta has been hiring people that they didn't need. Yes. Yeah. Which is was like a. Now, increasing his workforce. Now, what do they need it for? They don't really need any of these guys for. So that's why they're talking about the year of efficiency. And their stock price is responding positively Positively to this. But a key question here, which might you might be of interest, might be of interest to you, is the issue of remote work versus work from home. Mm. He addressed this. I think. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg addressed this, and I think he's leaning towards uh, a hybrid model. He's saying that he's noticed that employees, engineers, for instance, that are working from the office were more productive than the ones that were working from home. 
they have not been able to investigate why or blah, blah 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 but that is like the reality so they're now looking at bringing in more junior guys to collaborate to promote what uh, experts call serendipity in the workplace serendipity, like as idea comes start so, working on it. well again for proponents i mean can you put to be rolling around <laughs> and banging his head against the wall like <laughs> what is this can you put is the writer of deep work so you'll be banging his head against the wall with things like this right okay. but they want to promote an open space you just talked about removing middle management and all yeah <laughs> well there, anyways there's 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 really no one that can sufficiently argue for either remote work or uh, working on site i think hybrid is the best. hybrid yes you have to find the balance between the two because you cannot always have them on site and you cannot always say people should not come to work because they are, they all have their adverse effects mm. the middle point is still hybrid yeah yeah that that works so yeah the federal government has announced five over 600 million dollars fund for tech startups now that is the news i don't think there's any special anything special about the news but it's special about the news is that only 45 million of that is coming from nigeria federal government. <laughs> and that 45 million is loan from from oh, wow. industry yes from yes <laughs> so the other is coming from african development bank hojans from say the development that at least that is a french founded um mm. bank then there's the islamic development bank mm. yeah uh yes so all these people are contributing to make up the in fact private sectors and institutional investors are also part of it and they're contributing a lot more than the government yes they are contributing 271 million private sector dollars yes so you know i was talking with someone which day was that and they were like if you want to partner with the government on something these days mm. you have to bring your own money yes government will now support you that's when they will not create enabling environment um, so you not carry them along but what what will now happen is you want to get a government contract to go and look for money then tell them oh i have the money i want to do this so and yeah this is that's beside the case though but for this fund this is for startups young entrepreneurs it's interesting to see how this fund is disbursed and it's making me think okay i've seen several initiatives like this before in the past what became of those funds this is not the first time the government is launching something like this yes so i think this will um the startup view the startup act rather mm. will go a long way in making this this uh, one fruitful okay you get mm. um, because you have you said it's for young entrepreneurs between the ages of 15 and 35 and it's not just even S- looking S- bored S- while, not, while talking about it's not this. like i said sms s small and medium scale S- msmes it's, <laughs> it's not about them they are talking about tech startup, you know and you know the startup act defined way startup a tech it a startup is uh way startup you know, so i guess that's a valid question now is it that for you to access this fund you, may, you might have to get labeled the startup by mm. exactly. the federal yeah, government of nigeria subscription fee okay something like that i hope not i hope not where did you hear that do you hear no. something that we didn't know about <laughs> no 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 yeah, before you before you are certified the startup it's not this subscription or no, registration registration that you have to be renewing every year what does that mean is it renewing every year are you sure are you sure are you sure the last time we talked about i think that was what 
about okay okay <laughs> okay uh, let me not even bother my head with this let me not bother my head with this but i'm going to be giving you more updates about this i will see if we can reach out to some key people in government to talk more about this and explain how these funds will be disposed what makes you qualify to access this fund and any other nitty-gritty things well, yeah, we probably can't ask them why it's only 45 million they are dropping <laughs> out of the money. But it's, Nigeria is broke. It's, it's still big money. It's still big money. Okay. But, yeah, NASPAS. Let's go to South Africa. South African investment giants. NASPAS is shutting down. Found NASPAS Foundry. Wait, they are shutting down NASPAS Foundry. Or NASPAS Foundry is fund, shutting down a fund. A fund. Okay. Foundry is a fund, right? A foundry is a fund. Yes, it's, it's oh. a South African focused um, early stage startup fund. So they invest in the fund is is disbursed to um, early stage startups in South Africa. But now they are shortening down. They started it in 2019. And I think um, it was a total of around $80 million, right? And they've only disbursed halfway. But now they're saying, you know, due to the, you know, com- current economic. Um, yeah, excuses. Yes. So they're shutting it down. Excuses. <laughs> yeah. They're shutting it down. And but companies that they've, you know, invested in already um they'll continue to like work with them uh things like that but um i think for i noticed that if you started following tech uh, say if you're like me i started you know following tech around um 2021 there about uh, you might not know a lot about naspas so just just a quick a, a brief um uh, history of naspas naspas is a south african company um, very old company at that uh, started started as a newspaper company yes it's a media internet group conglomerate something like that uh, started around 1918 very old long ago and um it has grown a lot it's one of the most um, valued companies in africa Um, i think it's worth around over 70 billion dollars it's uh, NASPAS invested. They are like the OG investors in in, in Africa, right? Um, the likes of OLX, Konga, you know, NASPAS backed, you know, companies like that. But more recently, they were you they were the lead investors in rounds like um, Planet Forty Two, the hundred million dollar raise. Um, Yes, naked. Uh, <laughs> naked. <laughs> you know, the startup is naked. Yeah, they were naked seventy million dollar uh, raise. So basically, that's what NASPAS is. And NASPAS, and it's just it's not just that, right? It's even bigger companies. You know, talk, when you talk about companies like MultiChoice, companies like Tencent. If you don't know Tencent, Tencent is one that builds chips uh, for smartphones, your Samsungs, and everything. So NASPAS is a giant, giant company. So the, what they are shutting down is the NASPAS foundry. Right, um, about an eighteen million dollar fund, after South Africa focused fund focused on um, early stage startups, right, and they are shutting it down. So, um, like I said, they are shutting it down because of the current economic situation of things okay. right now. So the implications of that is, I mean, if Naspas is doing this, I'm wondering who else is thinking about is coming. Yes, who else is thinking about doing this, and if people are sharing the same mindset with NASPAS. It may affect um, funding in Africa. And I'm saying Africa because 
NASPAS, yes, it's South Africa focus, but it may affect Africa because yeah, whatever whatever is happening in South Africa, I mean, believe me, most of the Africa African countries probably have it worse, right? Mm-hmm. So VC funds are mm-hmm. probably thinking about okay. How do we costs? Yes, how do we cut costs? Why yeah. combinator? Do we yes, why combinator recently laid off around twenty percent? Okay, right. so you know, shutting down a phone is a, is a lot more trickier than cutting costs, right? Mm. So and it's make it's making me wonder if there's a factor behind the VCs that's cost that is pushing them to shut down these funds. So you know, funds raise money from people called limited partners, yeah. LPs. Now these LPs. Uh, can be anybody. Okay. They are those behind the scenes. They are the ones backing these VC firms. Mm-hmm. So when you see a startup burning VC money, they're actually burning money of a pension fund. They are burning the money of university endowment. They are burning the money of an HNI. A very, very wealthy person that's just, uh, it could be anybody at all, mm. right? It could be a non-profit. It could be a foundation mm-hmm. that they raise this, that VC firm raise this money. Money from? Now, if these LPs are getting scared, hmm. could that lead to situations like this? If the pension funds are scared of the current startup markets, if the HNIs are scared of the current startup markets, if the non-profits or the foundations are scared, scared. of the current startup markets, are they going to put pressure on the VCs to reduce investment? Or is that is that is that a consideration? I'm not saying that is the case. It's possible. That's a possibility. I, th- I think it's possible, and I also think. What they will be pressuring them on might not just be to re- to reduce investments, but to make sure that more investments are fruitful, right? Which now makes VCs now even put more pressure on um, startups. On startups. And on average, nine out of start nine out of ten startups fail. But yeah. the idea for VCs is that one startup cover, of cover, of cover for the loss of the, of the other nine. nine. Which doesn't happen. Some start, some VC funds never ever <laughs> even make anything. So, so it's 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 going to be like it, scrutiny will definitely increase before. So even at the end of the day, we might even see lower lower investments because if scrutiny increases, it it will be more difficult for you to um, convince VCs to invest in you because if they are looking at nitty gritty every single thing, yeah, right. Raising funds might now it might now it might now mean that you have to be doing something absolutely mind blowing too. So I'm actually seeing this as it might even be a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. It might it might mean that you will not get away with um, joining blockchain or joining AI. Just <laughs> and, you've, and you've, you raise you're, ten million. You're <laughs> the while loop on JavaScript, and you're telling people that you're using AI. Come on, come on. So maybe we might now have people solving real problems on the continent because mm. money isn't that available anymore. So, so it might, people will not be on their toes. Like, you know, you have to really think of something. Okay. Something that makes a lot of sense. So now talking about this, uh, founders, uh, VC firms pumping money into, mm. uh, startups that probably have a mind blowing idea. Okay. Now, what is mind blowing is how much OpenAI has raised that, that's over a billion dollars, <laughs> and I don't. Microsoft pumped a lot of money over, too. Did you say over a billion dollars? 
was it not recently 10 billion that's 10 yeah. billion yes <laughs> okay so well, so far so good we've heard that they've launched gpt4 yeah apparently from the stories we are seeing that 10 billion dollars did not lose no it did not it, it did not if if make money No, they're no longer a non-profit. Too. They transitioned sometime. They transitioned. So deadly when? that nobody knew. When, Around when 2019. They did not tell us. They transitioned. They just, you didn't just see it. I mean, if someone gives you 10 billion dollars. One of their. Elon Musk has pulled out. <laughs> I didn't mention him, did I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so tell G- us about GPT-4. GPT-4 is like the... Is the new thing OpenAI is really now? Now, so if you think GPT 3 was, I say GPT. <laughs> <laughs> if you think GPT 3 was mind blowing, I mean GPT 4 will absolutely like it will just fry your brain, right? So um, GPT 4 is the new. It's an upgraded version. Just think about it. Upgraded version of GPT 3.5, right? Let's chat GPT. Yes, chat GPT. So what they did was. GPT-4 is now a is a multimodal, right? Which means it doesn't just take, you know, the thing with ChatGPT is that you type, oh, tell me about this, this, that, and then it gives you like, oh, make it funny, make it this, make it that. That was pretty impressive, right? So what you can now do with GPT-4 is that aside from text, you can even upload images. So say you upload uh, an image of flour, eggs, uh, and then it can tell you, oh, With these things you've uploaded, you can actually make uh, pancakes. You can make With bread. Flour. Yeah, pa- oh, pancake flour, flour. I <laughs> no thought rest. I was thinking the rose. And <laughs> no, 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 flour, flour. So it's it's so it's and then you can now upload even more text. So around uh, thousands of words, more yeah, so more than around thirty thousand or so. Yeah, right. they can generate novels now. Yes. So uh, it, an interesting thing they did in uh, one of the videos I saw was oh, they told it someone uploaded uh, different articles, right? And then he said, uh, find um, overlapping themes hmm. between all these articles, right? Really, really long articles. And he did it. I mean, that's definitely mind-blowing. Hmm. Definitely. This we not go and review that article. That's it. GPT we don't take your job. I mean, with GPT four, it might now. Right. <laughs> But, <laughs> no, like thinking about the things it can do. People built out an entire. Uh, it coded an entire game. Mm. Game, video game from scratch. Yeah. Websites, entire websites from scratch. So. I mean, if yeah, for your job, but it will for you to access GPT-4, you need to upgrade. Yeah, you need to be on the um, plus the pro on the pro version. I think twenty dollars. They're about so much. So much. It's not. It's not much. Have you subscribed? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not much. It's, no, for for people who who really have need for it. It's, it's not that much and it's really mind-blowing what this thing is yeah so be. it's mind-blowing oh well and good but this mm. is step point africa and we're talking about africa africa what is africa doing with all of this right uh, well uh, so if you notice mm. when gpt4 launched so i've seen other startups launching their very very super cool ai products based on gpt4 duolingo for instance raised no not raised they launched an ai tutor and Hello, Wally, mm-hmm. of old school. <laughs> so, uh, Intercom, mm-hmm. they launched a customer service assistant that you can chat with and you barely know if it's a human you're talking to. Mm. Hello, Temai. Temai. And, <laughs> <laughs> and 
Yeah, I'm seeing like different different companies, right? Building stuff based on, on GPT-4. So what's Africa doing with it? What are we doing? I mean, not just Wally and old school. There's also fundamentals using WhatsApp to teach to help students prepare for exam. Maybe this might be a good time to do something like that. But of course, this is me talking from the outside. I don't know the intricacies of actually building these things. Mm-hmm. We need is it going to cost a lot of money because this is no longer a non-profit. Mm-hmm. So awesome. to make this API calls to GPT-4. I mean. I mean. So yeah, those are the considerations then beyond the considerations of startups that are building on GPT-4. Please if you are building anything, if you build anything with ChatGPT based on ChatGPT, please reach out. Uh a company are building anything based on GPT-4. Also please reach out to us. We we'll really really love to yeah. talk to you. But beyond that, who is going to build our own GPT for for who now build our own GPT 3 for now no, nobody who is going to build that? I, 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 thought I mean I can confidently say that like AI what do they call them those rules machine learning engineers machine ML learning, engineers uh, so the issue with ML engineers so I was talking with a uh, founder which did a few years ago and it's a talent uh, company and it's like a company is asking for an ML engineer, a senior ML engineer. Where is he going to find that person in Nigeria? Now, for front-end developers or back-end developers, you can there's a pipeline for that, right? But where is the pipeline for ML in Nigeria? Hmm. You will be in the trenches for a long time. You have to spend a lot of time learning, 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 learning. I'll probably leave Nigeria. You most By likely the have time to leave you are Nigeria. ready to really mm. work. So, but is that feasible for a lot of people? You need to put food on the table. True. You, so the pipeline for front end, you just go and join a startup, front end, back end, eventually. Now cloud, in, for some of some some startups. But where is the pipeline for actual data scientists? Not data scientists that I see some of the job roles. It is data analysis. I'm sorry, but actual data scientists. Where is the pipeline? Where is the pipeline for ML engineers? For right. Cloud engineers. For cloud engineers. Where is the pipeline? I mean, mm. cloud engineers, companies that need cloud engineers mostly need it at a certain stage. So where are those junior guys going to come? Initiative like old school are fine, are great, but if you look at old school's pipeline, there's really nothing much about ML mm. going on there, right? Who are the people that are doing the pipeline for things like computer vision? Because, yeah, those are the considerations. Yeah, we, we have, we, there's a lot, no, we still have a long, long way to go. We still have a long way to go, but uh, the production team that telling us you have, have tried, you have done well. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast today and for staying to the end. I hope you found these conversations interesting. If you have any thoughts about AI and if if we've been yearning dust about ChatGPT four, no, if we've been yearning dust about AI in Africa and you think there's a lot more going on, please, we are ready to come and eat our awards the net podcast <laughs> and tell you we're sorry if you can show me anybody that building anything remotely close to open air i'm going to let me know let me not dare myself okay wait 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 what can i dare myself with i'm going Those, to eat don't. red hot don't. <laughs> On the podcast. Don't. yes yes, <laughs> yes. you eat it with me no <laughs> Okay, so this is a perfect time to remind you about the Lego Startup Expo. Go to legostartupexpo.com and book your exhibition stand and also register. Then all our newsletters, you've seen a lot of these conversations. 
happening in a very, very, very refined and thoughtful manner. The workaholic Nifemi talked a lot about this layer of issues, SVB closure, what does it mean for you? Is this a good time to even get into tech? Those are the questions that we're already asking on the workaholic. Mm-hmm. And FinTech today, when funds are shutting down and all of that, what's the conversation behind it that we need to know about? Then if you just want to get a roundup of all the things that happen in the tech space on a daily basis, just five minutes roundup and you you are just you are just made smarter about everything that's happening in the African tech mm. space and even the global stuff that could be relevant to you, please subscribe to Tech Point Digest. We'll be dropping down the links in the description. And uh, please, if you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share with your friends, well-wishers, and enemies. Then, yeah, you're watching this on Instagram, watching this on, where else again do they watch videos? Oh, TikTok, TikTok and Twitter. And LinkedIn, right? <laughs> please share with your friends and uh, family. So, for our audio lovers, please, where can they find us? And okay, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Hyatt Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast. All right, people. See you in the next one. Bye.